Welcome back to Raise the Apple. It has been a while. It has been a little over two weeks, or just about two weeks now since our last episode. Didn't have one last week. Last week was just too crazy, but a lot, a lot is going on, not only with our Mets, but with the rest of Major League Baseball. We're going to talk about all of it today. It might be a little bit longer of an episode today. And then we will be back on track next week with two episodes a week. First of all, with the Mets, they salvaged a split of the series yesterday with the Braves, winning 7-3. Tyler McGill made his Major League debut and looked great. The only damage done to him was an Ender and CRT two-run homer, and that was towards the end of his outing. So he was, overall, he was great. I think he will be a nice fit in the rotation for the time being. Because the Mets need pitching, because the Mets are hurt again. Jeff McNeil is back. Scooter came back and was in the lineup yesterday, but it didn't come with some other injuries in addition. Robert Gesellman is out for at least six to eight weeks with a torn lat. Uh, Joey Lucchese, the biggest blow of the three, is out for the rest of the year and majority of next year. He will be undergoing Tommy John surgery. And then Jairus Familia is on the IL with a hip impingement. Lucchese is the biggest blow considering Lucchese had, had started off pretty sluggish pitching for the Mets. And the last couple starts, he's completely turned around and has been great. This is just a horrible, horrible blow, especially when all the depth that the Mets have had is now being used. And now there's nowhere really else to go. They brought up McGill. They brought up uh, Corey Oswald, who looked night, who looked solid last night. Jared Eikhoff made his Mets debut in the second game of Saturday's double. No, was it Saturday? No, Monday's doubleheader made the start in the second game. He went four shutout innings. He was great. He will probably probably be in the rotation for the long term. It is. This team can't really catch a break. Nimmo's supposed to be back within the next week or so. J.D. Davis, you don't know when he's supposed to come back. Dylan Batances has started rehabbing, so that's a great uh, sign in terms of adding more depth to the bullpen. I don't know why the Mets keep sending down Sean Reed Foley. He's been great this year. He's had one or two hiccups, but besides that, he's been great. And he's a great innings eater. You don't really know who your innings eater is going to be. With Gesellman out, you keep sending Sean Reed Foley down. So right now it looks like the innings eater is going to be Corey Oswalt in the bullpen. In terms of length, he's probably going to be the long man. Maybe they try and stretch out Seth Lugo a little more, get him back to form. It's uh, it's a lovely time being a Mets fan. They keep winning. They've struggled of late. The offense broke out a little bit last night. They're still in first place despite all these injuries, and like I've said before, any other year with the Mets, this doesn't happen. And the fact that it is right now, it's just a testament to how special this team really is. In terms of pitching, the Mets are probably going to have to go outside the organization for pitching help. Uh, Jose Barrios and Luis Castillo are two names that have been brought up a lot. Uh, Max Scherzer, someone brought up yesterday. I doubt the Nationals are going to trade Max Scherzer, but you never know. Crazier things have happened. It should be a lot of... I mean, the Mets are making calls about pitching, but not a lot of teams are willing to part with guys yet because 
it's still kind of early and teams don't know where they stand, so they're going to hold on to guys as much as they can. And the Twins are pretty much out of it, which is a huge disappointment, so Burrios may be on the block. The Reds are still in it, but Luis Castillo hasn't been very good this year. And Max Scherzer, I just don't see why the Nationals would trade Max Scherzer. I'm interested to see, if the Mets made a trade for Max Scherzer, how uh, that would unfold. But we'll have to see on that. I don't know who the Mets would give up. Right now, the Mets' four big pro- or five big prospects are Francisco Alvarez, uh, who else? Ronnie Mercusio, Brett Beatty, Pete Crow Armstrong, and Matthew Allen. Matthew Allen and Pete Crow Armstrong have been dealing with injuries. Brett Beatty's the future third baseman for this team. Mercusio, the, I don't know, future shortstop inevitably, but with Lindor being tied up for the next. 11 years, you don't really know. And then Francisco Alvarez, who has been tearing it up, Mets' top catching prospect. But if the Mets are going to make a trade for a guy like a Barrios or a Castillo or a Scherzer, one of those guys is going to be going back. Because of how the talent level that you're acquiring, you're going to have to give up some talent. And you're probably going to have to give up young talent that you may not want to part with, but if you're in the win-now mentality, you're going to have to do that trade and the Mets are going to need pitching depth they're going to have to go outside the organization for help so it'll be a it'll be a great tra- trade deadline it'll be a great tra- trade deadline exciting month of July with the all-star game as well and we have the home run derby Shohei Otani already committed Vlad Guerrero Jr. said no which is understandable Pete is coming back Pete Alonzo said yes to the derby he will be looking to defend his crown since there was no home run derby last year. He will be looking to defend his crown from 2019. I believe the last back-to-back derby champ was Cespedes, wasn't it? I think it was Cespedes in 13 and 14. I could be very wrong on that. I could have sworn Cespedes won two in a row. but And then Todd Frazier won in his home park in 2015. But Pete will be there in Coors Field. The ball is going to fly. I'm excited to see Otani. I'm excited to see Alonzo and anyone else who will be in the Derby. Maybe Adolis Garcia of the Rangers. Uh, maybe Acuna or who else is up there that would be in it off the top of my head. Vlad Jr. said no. Maybe Matt Olson goes to the Derby. Maybe Story because it's in Colorado. Maybe Story gets an opportunity. It's going to be a lot of fun in Colorado. But that's pretty much going on with the Mets. They're off today. They open a series this weekend against the Phillies. And hopefully they can take advantage of the struggling Phillies. And speaking of the Phillies, speaking of the Mets, speaking of Major League Baseball, what the heck is this checking of pitchers? It is... The most bizarre, dumb thing I've ever seen. So for those of you who are not aware, Major League Baseball is finally going to enforce pitchers using sticky stuff in terms of punishing pitchers. The rule now states that if they are caught with any substance on their hands or part of their uniform... They are suspended for 10 games and will be receiving an undisclosed fine. Okay, fair. You're finally going to punish the players. But 
it is up to the umpire's discretion as to what constitutes sticky. So you are asking Major League umpires to... You're going, the MLB is saying you check the players, you determine if they're sticky or not. You're the one that holds a 10-game suspension on their hands. Why is that fair to the umpires? They are not they are not trained to determine what is quote-unquote sticky. That's the big problem. Is when you have a situ- is when you have this situation, you need to constitute what is sticky. Trevor Bauer made a video of he held his hand horizontally and had the ball sticking to his hand. That was a mixture of sweat and rosin. Rosin is that the rosin bag that's on the pitcher's mound. That's that white bag that pitchers will often put on there to dry their hands out from sweat and all that. That's allowed. That's to dry their hands from sweat. And then you have mixing that with sweat, it makes the ball stick to your hand. But is that legal or illegal? Because if you're going to allow the rosin bag like you have forever, well, you can't tell them they can't use that. You can't tell them they can't sweat because they can't control that. So what constitutes sticky? Quote unquote sticky. I'm using I'm just gonna use sticky as like a generic term. What constitutes sticky? And that's what the umpires have to decide. The league was not very clear on it. A lot of people don't like the rule that it's implemented in the middle of the year. They think they should have waited till the end of the year or they should have done it at the start of the year so pitchers could adjust. Well the pitchers aren't using substances they don't need to adjust. Tyler Glass now says he believes part of the reason he got hurt is probably because he stopped using sunscreen and rosin. First of all, he just confessed to... If you want to call it cheating, I don't really know. I'm in the... Like I said before, I'm in the middle ground if it's labeled cheating. I think it is, but I could... I don't really see the argument, but I guess I could see the argument for the other side. So he basically confesses and thinks part of the reason he got hurt is because he stopped using stuff. There's no proof to show the relationship between using sticky stuff and not using sticky stuff in injuries. So I didn't really agree with Glasnow's comment. Uh, Rodon said something about how can you punish players for pitchers for using sticky stuff but not punish the Astros, which is a fair point, but a lot of people are saying, oh my God, it's a tired argument. Stop bringing up the Astros. It's a whole mess for Major League Baseball because it's, again, what constitutes sticky? If the ball is sticking to their hands with sweat in the rosin bag, which both of which you can't tell them they can't use, what what the heck? The purpose of the sticky stuff is not... The pitchers that are saying the purpose of the sticky stuff is to control the ball, that is wrong. They are using that as a cop-out. It is not to control the ball... It is to increase our, this is part of the problem with the analytic, the growing analytics, is that the purpose of the sticky stuff, the spider tacks, and apparently people are use Gorilla Glue and all sorts of stuff, is to increase RPMs, increase movement on pitches, on breaking pitches to make them harder to hit. A lot of pitchers say, oh, I'm just using it for control, so the ball doesn't slip out of my hand and I beam someone in the head with a 90, 97 mile hour fastball. While that may be true to an extent, Nine times out of ten, pitchers are using that to increase RPMs, to increase the break on breaky pitches, to make it harder for hitters to hit. So it's just it's just a cop out if they're saying, "Oh, so I don't if so I know where the pitch is going." Well, 
you made it to the major league major league baseball is one of the hardest sports to go pro in because you have a whole minor league system to go up that you have to get through such a small percentage make it you obviously made it to that point on your talent and your talent alone so why are you trying to add stuff well you're adding stuff to make yourself better but you got to that point without it what makes you think you can't stay without it it's just like the Astros of 2017. That team was more than talented enough to win without the trash cans and the sign stealing. But for some reason, they still did it, even though that team was more than talented enough to win that World Series without doing that. And that's the same thing with these pitchers. Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole is perfectly capable of pitching to a Cy Young caliber talent without using sticky stuff. In my opinion, I think Garrett Cole is that good. But he uses the sticky stuff... Anyway, but he doesn't need to. He could very well be a Cy Young candidate without using it, but he does it anyway to make himself even better than he already is. But it, it what's annoying is that the outcry of players is understandable to an extent. These checks that the players have to do are ridiculous. Jacob DeGrom walks off, gets checked. He's got to take off his hat and glove. He's got to unbuckle his belt. Then you have Scherzer versus Joe Girardi, which was the most one of the most embarrassing things I've ever seen on a Major League Baseball field. You had Max Scherzer checked. Okay. Max Scherzer's checked. He's good. Then Max Scherzer comes off. He gets checked again. So Max Scherzer is like, oh, okay, come on. This is ridiculous. Here you guys go. Whatever. Had the look of death in his eyes. Borderline psycho. And then he's out there. He strikes out. I forget who it was on the national or on the Philly. Strikes him out. Joe Girardi, the Phillies manager, asks the umps to check Max Scherzer in the middle of an inning. In the middle of the inning, so they come out there. Max Scherzer says, "Oh, come on! What the f is this?" Throws his hat and glove on the ground, takes off his belt, and just standing there like, "Bro, what the freak is this? This is ridiculous." And then he gets take or he finishes the sixth inning, he walks off, he gives a stare down to the Phillies dugout. And Joe Girardi specifically. Then Joe Girardi comes out. And then later that night in the A's game, you had Sergio Romo get checked, and he throws his hat and glove to the ground. He b- takes off his pants, basically borderline turn your head and cough. Because he's like, What the freak? Is that this is it's nuts. I don't understand. You're undressing these players on the side to check them for sticky stuff. There has to be. Has to be. I don't know what it could be, but there has to be a better way and an easier way that the umps can check pitchers for sticky stuff without basically making them undress themselves. Because the players are not happy with Rob Manfred and the way this is being enforced. And I said, I was talking to my brothers about this. I said, I wonder if MLB is is putting this on the umps. So all the heat is on Major League Baseball for enforcing it. MLB saying, okay, umps, you have to take care of this. This is the punishment we've established, but you have to enforce it. Now it's on the umps. Now the umps are like, well, I got to do my job. My employer's telling me what to do, so I have to do my job. And now the players and fans get annoyed at the umps for having to check them, but it's the league that's making them check them. So I was saying, I wonder if MLB is using the umps as the way to take the heat off of them and put the heat on the umps. 
which is not fair to the umpires because the umpires are already on thin ice with fans for questionable calls and the replay system and all that, and now people and people want robot umps. So now you're putting even more heat, more pressure onto them to enforce this rule. It's just a, it. What constitutes sticky? Spider Tech? Yes, I watched F Fuzzy made a video. He bought Spider Tech and showed what it was. The fact that anyone would put that anywhere on their body is very head scratching because that stuff looks it looks disgusting. And if it gets in your carpet, you're effed because that is that is as sticky as sticky gets. Something like that, yes. But if you're gonna allow the rosin bag. Well, mixed with sweat, that makes enough sweat and enough rosin from the rosin bag that makes your hand, the ball stick to your hand. What are you supposed to do? You can't tell them they can't sweat. You can't tell them they can't use the rosin bag when you, as the league, supply it. A lot of people are saying, well, MLB needs to make the balls uh, better designed so you can get a better grip on them, which is a fair argument because... If you ever felt a Major League Baseball right out of the box, it's hard to get a grip on it. That's why the league office puts, like, the special mud gook. I don't know what it's called or what it exactly is, but, like, this gook all over it, they rub on the balls after they come out of the box. It kind of breaks them in a little bit. Like, when you get a new glove and you have to break them in, you rub that stuff on the balls, kind of breaks them in a little bit, not makes them as hard to grip. So a lot of people are saying, oh, well, the league makes to make the balls so you can better grip them. But, you know, they, they, I, it's aggravating. MLB really goofed on this. I'm glad they're enforcing this rule. I don't like the way they are enforcing it because I feel like I'd have to do some thinking about it. But I think there is a, a, a much, much better way to enforce this rule and to check players besides undressing them in front of the dugouts after each and every inning. Like, it, it looks ridiculous. It's a horrible look for baseball. It's good in the sense it's getting people to talk about baseball, but it's bad because it, it just looks ridiculous what's going on. And the, the whole thing's just annoying. It really is. And the CBA negotiations going on this fall after the World Series could honest it sounds dramatic, I know, but it could honestly make or break baseball. I mean, you have guys like David Wells was on uh the Starting Nine podcast with Barstool and he was saying he hasn't watched baseball and he won't in a in a couple of years and he won't watch baseball till Manfred's gone. The players despise Manfred. And I think a lot of players were on like were like me. And like, did not mind Manfred until the Astros situation happened. And the way he handled that, calling the trophy a piece of metal, uh, not punishing them. And that's when Manfred lost everyone else. And that's why a lot of people don't like now, don't like Rob Manfred anymore. is because of it started with that. There was obviously stuff beforehand, but then you had the Astros. It was kind of like the last straw. And that's when I said, okay, this guy's, this guy's not it. So it is a very interesting time for baseball. We're in the sticky era. People say, oh, the steroid era saved baseball. Maybe the sticky era saves baseball? Maybe. Maybe it leads to something else that happens that improves the game. We don't, we don't know. We're going to have to wait and see. It is 
this whole situation is just annoying because why if you're going it has been a rule it's just why now this has been a rule for years Trevor Bauer has been coming into your league office and telling you that this rule needs to be enforced and now all of a sudden they want to enforce it now you got guys like a Garrett Cole whose RPMs have decreased significantly since the league announced they were going to start checking pitchers. Why are they enforcing it now, and why weren't they enforcing it before? Why now? That's the big question. That's what the league's going to have to answer. The league is, has to come up with a better way because this is it's just a horrible look on baseball and bit, quite embarrassing to be undressing players in front of the dugouts like this. And to have Girardi making them go check Scherzer in the middle of an inning. Part of the rule states that if a pitch, I believe how it is worded is, if a, if a manager wants them to check a pitcher and they do it, it is determined to be intentional to just to throw off the game without probable cause to throw off the pitcher's game, the manager can be punished. That was very clear that that's what Girardi was doing. Scherzer was already ticked off that he got checked twice. That now they's like, oh, go check him again. And now Max Scherzer's like, what the, are you joking? Now he's even more upset and has to go out there and try and continue to pitch. That was a horrible thing from Girardi. If Girardi wanted Scherzer checked again, the umps should have had to wait until the inning was over. It is ridiculous that they had to go out there in the middle of the inning to check him. It was ridiculous. And then yesterday, Tyler McGill walking off the mound to a standing ovation after his Major League debut, worked his whole life for that moment. And he was great in his Major League debut. Walks off the field to a rightfully deserved standing ovation, only to have the umpire waiting for him once he gets past the first baseline to check him. And that standing ovation quickly turns into booze while they check him. And then he continues walking to the dugout and it resumes to a standing ovation. The umps have to know the situation too. Check him before the game, that's fine. But when he's walking off the mound? What difference when he's walking off the mound, he's done for the day. He's not coming back out to pitch anymore. So why are you checking him? If he's got stuff on him, it doesn't change what previously happened in the game, and it doesn't affect the later part of the game because he's out of the game. So why are you checking him as he's leaving? Because it has no effect on the rest of the game, and the previous parts of the game you can't change because it's it's already happened. They gotta know when it is okay to do this, and that see now it looks like I'm attacking the umpires. That's what I, I really feel like that's what the league wanted. They wanted us to try they wanted to take the heat off of them and put it on the umpires. But the umpires are saying, well, the boss is telling us we have to do this. So we have to do it. We have to do our job or else the boss is gonna fire us. And the boss is sitting there going, haha, now the heat's off us. Now people can boo the umpires and be mad at the umps, even though it's really we're the ones that are responsible for it. It is so aggravating, so annoying. But what are you gonna do? As long as no Mets get in trouble, we're we're set. We're set. But that's going to wrap it up for today's episode of Raise the Apple. We had a lot to discuss today. We will be back to two episodes a week starting next week. If you're watching on YouTube, 
make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe. Follow us on Twitter at RTA underscore pod. And make sure you are also subscribing on Apple Podcasts. And let us know down below. If Let us know. I'm interested to hear other people's stances on sticky stuff. So comment or tweet us your thoughts on the sticky stuff and the rules and all that. And where do you think MLB should go? And we'll read, if there are any, we'll read some of them uh, next, not next episode. And we will see you guys on Tuesday for that next episode. Hopefully the Mets can get a series win against the Phillies. And hopefully the sticky stuff gets a better outcome. We'll see you then. Let's go Mets. Bang, bang, won't stop till we're legends.